How you doing, folks? Welcome to the Gospel of Kennison, episode 176, brought to you the week of November 11, 2022. I am your host. My name is James Kennison. Welcome to my personal audio journal. Well, well, well. It has been a good month since I have posted anything, and it's all because of this new job that I've got. I'm now I'm now a man that works full-time for Cap America, capamerica.com if you want to check it out. We make ball caps and we make all kinds of caps. We make knitted caps. We make knitted scarves. And my job is I am a hat designer and it is amazing. Okay? So what this episode is though, it it is me before I knew how awesome this job was going to be. I brought along a recorder because I had to stay in a town called Farmington, Missouri in a Holiday Inn Express for an entire month to be trained to do this job. And I went home on the weekends, but this starts the night before my first day, way back on, uh, I want to say October 21st. I'm not real sure about the date exactly. Because my recorder, the time was off on it, so I don't know exactly when it was. But it was a month from today (laughs) about that. Anyway, uh, I'll see you after the recordings, because there's three. There's one the night before, there's one the morning before, and then there's one the day after my first day. And then uh, I'll come in at the end. Hey, how are you? It's uh, it's James, and it is 8.49 p.m., and I am in, um, I don't even remember the city that I'm in. Maybe it's best that I keep it to myself anyway, but um, I'm in a hotel room, and um, I'm starting training tomorrow for my new job. And today has been a hard, well, this afternoon has been hard. It's been really hard. And it's all because of depression and anxiety. And, and mostly I would say anxiety. Um, I woke up this morning and the first thing that happened is I was just seized by it. Um, Just my whole body just seized up like, like somebody had grabbed me in the dark, you know, that kind of feeling. And the thoughts that came just right out of sleep were that I was going to get treated bad like I did um, at the job that I talked about last time. Um, I still have to be careful what I say because I'm nervous (laughs) about how how secretive everything had to be um and and i had this had this thought um the other day about that episode about the last episode that he was going to google me and find my episode about him and try to sue me and i was like good luck because i didn't do anything i didn't say anything that would point him out specifically and he would have to call himself out in order to sue me. So it would be in his best interest to just be quiet about it. 
but anyway, a little rabbit trail. Uh, but I woke up thinking that this new job was going to be like that. And it, it just, it sent literal fear through me and I dodged a bullet. Like I said last time, um, but it doesn't feel that way and it could have been worse. It could have been a lot worse, but, um, it was still a negative experience. It was still really bad and it wasn't good. Um, it still affected me and, um, so I'm, I'm here in this hotel room and I've got, um, a big day tomorrow and I'm nervous and um, I'm not even sure why you know uh, it's a it's a different kind of business it's uh, it's a company you know it's not a, a, a smaller business it there's there's an HR department you know there they and and as I was walking up here to the hotel I was thinking you know what? This is actually really great um, because they they cared enough to to send me, you know, they to train me to bring me and they put me in a in a Holiday Inn Express. You know, <laughs> it's a it's a pretty nice place, and um, but it just it checks all the boxes for all of my issues, though. You know, what I'm saying I'm away from my family. It's a brand new thing. Um, I just had a bad thing, you know, happen with the job, a brand new job. I just quit that. And I quit Chick-fil-A, which you would think would be great. But I um, I feel like I let people down. And I knew people there. And I had people that I communicated with and interacted with. And they're gone. And... Um, and, and it all takes energy away from me. Good feelings, bad feelings, negative, positive, it all, it all takes. And so I'm like on empty right now. And all I did was drive out here. I'm going to try to get some sleep. They have breakfast here in the morning. (laughs) I'm going to get there at nine o'clock and start my day and I just hope several things happen and I hope that I sleep tonight so I don't I don't have any any um I don't always sleep you know you guys know that it, it just the tireder I am sometimes the, the less likely I am to sleep but um, the other thing is I hope that the next time I pick up this recorder, um, that I will have finished my first day and it will have been wonderful. Um, you know, and here's the thing I got to tell myself out loud, even on the, even for the show is I can walk away. I, it, I think p- part of it is my wife said that you're thinking of it like your pastor job you know when you when you 
took your pastor positions, it meant your whole family was involved and they, they, they don't own you, but they, they hire you and it changes everything. And it is an all encompassing type of job. It it's your social world. It's your spiritual world. It's your work world. Um, when, when you take a pastor position, it's a really big deal. You can't just drop it and walk away and not like you can Chick-fil-A, you know, or like I did with, uh, when I decided I didn't want to work for Amazon, um, I just walked away and I can do that here, even though they put a room up, even though they called me down here. If it turns out that anybody's a butthole and I can't handle it and, and I get red flags, I can just walk away. But I don't want it to be that way, obviously, because, you know, I dodged a bullet last episode. But um, like I said, it still it still bothers me. It, it was still. Can you imagine being the kind of person that that guy is that just somebody like me coming into contact with him brushes off nastiness. I, I don't even know how to pronounce it or say it right. Um, I don't know. I, in my life, I imagine like I'm carrying a cup and whatever is in me is in that cup and I'm carrying it. It's, it's a cup. It's full. And, and my hope is that it's full of good things. It's full of God's love. It's full of compassion. It's, it's got crap in it too. I'm sure. (laughs) But my hope is that when I'm carrying around this cup and I bump into somebody and a little bit spills out, I hope what comes out accidentally even is a good experience for that person. I hope that when they meet me or talk to me or have an interaction with me, they walk away and they feel better about themselves. That's something I care about. That's something that I want to happen in my life. But this guy, he walks around with that cup too. And when he sloshes it on somebody, it's anger and bitterness and rage and it's distrust and it's, it's pride and it hurt. It's hurtful. It's poison. And that's, that's why I guess I carry it with me, even though I shouldn't and why I am going to just talk it out in audio form is because it did spill on me and it was damaging. And even though I'm out from under his control, it also bumps up against daddy issues and issues with men in general. Um, it's just one more man in my life that didn't approve that I couldn't impress. Um, that threw me away, even though I threw him away. Um, so anyway, I'm carrying all this on me and I know, I know that it's doesn't apply. I know that it doesn't apply, 
I know that in the smart part of my head, but the dumb part, the broken part, the part that I have this podcast for, the depressed part, the anxiety part, the the part of me that doesn't work the way it should, mixes it all up and carries it longer than he should and makes sure it hurts. Because like even now, as I'm talking, I feel this pressure in my chest and it's that anxiety and that stuff will keep me awake. Um, and you know, it can pass in an instant and, and I'll be completely fine. And other times it stays with me for hours. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen when I hit stop on the recorder. But my hope is that when I hit record again, that we've got good news because I'm hopeful. Anyway, thanks for listening. And we'll see you tomorrow with good news, right? Good news. Freaking yeah. Hey, everybody. It is 8 a.m. And um, I have yet to go to work. It is time to go in about um, 20 minutes or so. And I just wanted to report in. I feel a lot better. Um, I didn't sleep till about 1130, even though I went to bed right after I recorded yesterday. But, um, you know, a shower and and, uh, a good breakfast and uh i feel a lot better so i'm optimistic just you know i i kind of was last night you know believing that i would have a good report to give you um but now it's it you know i don't know i'm just doing like a normal person would do i feel normal and that's a good thing so um I'll be on after work and I will let you know how training goes. My wife says it'll just be a bunch of HR stuff, but um, we'll see. Bye. Hello, it's me and I survived the first day and uh, just goes to show how much having depression and anxiety sucks because today was great. Um, I got up, I got dressed, I got breakfast, and I showed up, and I was early, and we went through all the HR training, and then I met my boss, and then I met the owner of the company, and then I sat down with a nice young lady who started teaching me everything that I have to learn, and oh my lord, is there a lot of stuff that I have to learn that's why they're going to train me for a month. Um, I don't know, man. It's crazy. It's crazy how much there is to do. There's so much to remember. And it's not just that they have a billion things like different caps, different patches, different things that they put on the different caps there's ponytail caps there's flat trucker caps there's you know mesh back caps there's cloth back caps there's uh they they put patches they do embroidery they do heat seal they do all kinds of different products but it's not just that it's the procedure that you go through 
um, because you're working as part of a production line from customer service when the, the order comes in to the art designers that design the art to the people who have to make sure the art will work for embroidery and um, <clears throat> and and then and there's a tracking process there's software that you have to use um, to keep track of what you're doing so um, it's like so uh, like it's like a teams thing I don't know I don't know what they're using doesn't really matter. The point is that there's a lot of procedure that I'm having to learn more than anything else. And so I sat in a chair and watched a lady do her job today. And she was very nice. She was very cool. And she is very much a twin of the person that was sitting next to her. It was her sister. And they are twins. They were identical twins. And it was really cool. Um, to have a, a, a twin for a trainer. <laughs> so uh, I asked all the normal questions like, who's the messy one? Who's, who's the, uh, the tallest? Who's the oldest? You know, that kind of stuff. And so it was, it was a lot of fun. She was very professional and um, it was great. It was a good thing. <sighs> but um, she's also proof to me that I'm going to be able to capture all of this as, and retain it um, because it, like I said it's not just knowing how to draw it's not just pointing and clicking and stuff there's there's procedure that needs to be learned and memorized and there's a lot of it there's a lot of details it's a lot of note-taking and commenting and passing information off to the next person in line in the in the production you know, line and, uh, this is just day one and I expect to be overwhelmed and it is, <laughs> it is overwhelming, but the stress and the anxiety, um, for now anyway, are gone. The place is very professional. It looks really cool. It's as big as an Ikea. It's got millions and millions of, uh, <laughs> Embroidery machines, the 15 heads just going to town, crazy. Um, they do screen printing. They make knitted caps. Uh, so like, you know, uh, I would call them stocking caps. Um, they make custom of those. Matter of fact, they're the biggest U.S. provider of stocking caps, apparently. So it's a pretty big deal. And I'm excited to be a part of it. Um, and it is, it is a ground floor opportunity, meaning, um, they're, they're reaching out to St. Louis to get designers. Um, and my partner, the guy that I'll be working with, uh, asked why, why are you, why are you guys trying, you know, to get people in St. Louis? And he said, well, we're in a small town. We're located in a small town here in Missouri. And I think we've pulled in all the designers there are. And so if we're going to grow, we're going to have to have satellite campuses. And we figured St. Louis would be a good place to pull people in. And so that's why I'm working for a company that's an hour and a half away from my house. Um, now, when I get, when, when I'm done with training, 
the actual place is only 10 minutes from my house. So it's going to be really a, gr- a good drive, um, an easy drive. It's, uh, it's office space that they have purchased or leased or something uh, inside an embroidery shop in St. Louis. So uh, anyway, if you can't tell, I'm greatly relieved. Um, the heck with Dodge the Bullet guy. Um, that is that is definitely not something that I have to struggle with and deal with. And I I hate that it was an issue for me. I hate that that he had that kind of hold on me. Um, but that's that's just where I'm at, and it's who I am, and uh, it's the broken um, version of me. And uh, I I did it though. You know what? I I I stuck it out. And, and I went to bed and I struggled and I tried to sleep and I couldn't and I, I, I braved it and I went in and I succeeded and I have a job and I'm getting trained and I'm getting put up in a hotel and it's, um, it's not Chick-fil-A and it's not some crazy guy. Uh, <laughs> it's a normal company. And, and, uh, it's really cool. Um, I will tell you one thing though. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys have seen the chosen. It is a, uh, a show about the disciples. It's the story of Jesus from the disciples point of view. And at the beginning of each episode, there are these fish, these animated fish that travel across the screen and one by one, you know, here and there, a fish will turn around and go against the flow. And I see it as people going through life and, and the, the, some people choosing to go uh, God's way, you know, the opposite direction. And my boss, the head of the art department, had all these fish tattooed on his forearm. And I'm like, that looks like the fish from Chosen, the Chosen. He goes, that's because it is. <laughs> so um, it's really awesome to me. I don't know if everybody that listens to me is a believer. I doubt it. But uh, for those that are, it's pretty cool to have somebody that shares your beliefs in a place of leadership like that because I I went from a guy who wanted me to draw stuff that I might not have been able to draw to now you know, being underneath somebody that shares my faith. So... That's pretty awesome. And um, I don't know. I, I When I prayed about this whole thing, I think I mentioned it on the last episode, the answer I got back was just take it step by step. And that's, that's what I did. That's what kept me going last night is I'm like, I'm just going to take it step by step. And tonight's step is just to go to sleep, you know, and tomorrow – I, the step is get up, go get breakfast, you know, get down there and get trained. And that's, that's what I've been doing. And, um, I'm, I'm on that journey. I'm, I'm following what, what I believe God told me to do. And I'm excited about it. Um, I just hope <laughs> if there is any stress, it's that I hope I can, you know, get enough, get enough 
um, information inside of my brain to get to be able to handle this job because there's there's just a lot. Um, there's a lot. And for those of you wondering, I am getting paid for my training. Um, they're covering the hotel. And uh, so it's, it's, it's a good thing. You know, it's a positive thing. It's, it's, uh, it's exciting. Um, the best part, though, is my wife is coming down tonight. And we're going to have dinner together. And um, she's going to stay and work from here tomorrow and so I will have her around uh I probably should have had her stay last night because <laughs> last night was hard um today I thought might be worse but it turned out to be fine um everybody's super nice and it, it, like Chick-fil-a nice like everybody's a team everybody wants you to succeed um, it's just a good atmosphere, a good office atmosphere, and um, I'm glad to be a part of it. So that's it. Um, I will talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Well, thanks for listening. I hope you got something out of that. Uh, it, was, it was tough. It's been a month, and I now know just about everything there is to know about making caps. And um, I mean, I'm wearing one right now. And I can tell you that it has uh, contrasting taping on the inside with a woven patch uh, label that measures approximately 1.5 inches wide by one and a quarter. It has contrasting stitching with a contrasting visor color. It is uh, olive green and uh, heather gray. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I could go on. There's 2D and 3D stitching uh, embroidery on the front. Uh, with uh, contrasting uh, eyelet, stitched eyelets and a brass buckle uh, with adjustable strap on the back. And that's a hat I've owned for years. Couldn't have told you all that before. But now I know everything there is to know about hats. And I start my job officially. I mean, I've, I've started it a month ago. But I start Monday morning at 845 um, or 745. Yeah. Ooh. 745 James at uh at at this place it's an embroidery place here in St. Louis and um I've not seen my office yet but I've I've been working on my computer uh it's a Mac and that's a little different for me I have learned that there is no uh difference between using a Mac and using a PC they crash uh they they get slow um, they, they have, you know, we have an hourglass, they have a spinning beach ball, you know, there's no magical magic about having a Mac. I've used them both. The only one, the only difference I can see is you can actually get in there and change out parts on a PC and you can game on a PC. Um, I have a friend who is going to be my coworker. He's a new friend of mine. His name's Jamie. He did tattoos. He still kind of does tattoos, but he's mostly doing hats now. Along with me, he and I will be working in an embroidery shop that is set up here in St. Louis and they will be, my company will be leasing office space from them. So I haven't seen that yet. It's going to be different and weird. Um, I had made the decision not to record any podcasts during training time. So that story show, uh, this, this show and um, Red School Bus, they all have taken a hiatus 
But now we're back and we're looking forward to getting back to things. Halloween was a non-issue for me because I was at training. I didn't do anything. I did get a bag of candy from the office, though. So I had a little bit of candy. And then when I came home for the weekend, I accidentally stole my son's candy. I thought it was packages of candy that my wife had put together for trick-or-treaters. But it turned out my son had brought home all of his trick-or-treat candy, divided it up, and put it into plastic bags. And I was eating his stuff. And he got miffed at me. But I told him I didn't know I was taking his and I wouldn't do it on purpose. And I wouldn't even do it on accident anymore. So anyway, let's see. What else happened? Um, I'm feeling great. This job has, has invigorated me and I'm feeling like I haven't felt in a million years. And I feel like it's, um, I I think it's separate from the, the drugs that I take in the past. You guys have known me and you've known that I look to the, to the medication to help me to feel good or, or bad. Um, that sounds terrible. What I mean, obviously is when, when I am feeling bad, I look to medication adjustments to help me to get out of that. But I feel like I'm at a place where the medication is helping me, but I'm using that as a platform to stand on, to make my own mood. You know what I'm saying? Like if I didn't take medication, I don't think I would be able to work. But since I do, it's gotten me leveled out. I've used it like a ladder to push myself over the wall of depression into the life that I need to be living. And that's the greatest part about this. And it is a success and it is a good thing. And you know what? Even if I go down, even if things um, return to a point where I feel despair, where I feel empty, it's still a job I can do. I will be able to get up, go in and do the job because I'm not in a performance-based job. Not like when I was pastoring where you have to smile, where you have to say hello, you have to be pleasant, you have to be presentable. I can go in and do that job, not talk to a single person the entire time and it'll be fine. And I could tell Jamie, my my coworker, dude, I deal with depression. I, I don't feel like anything today. If you need me, holler at me. If you don't, leave me be. And he would be like, okay, dude, whatever. And, uh, and that's pretty cool. <clears throat> My friend Jamie is uh, a Twitch streamer. He is called Monster Painter, all one word on Twitch. And the other day, he did a 24 hour game a thon for uh, Extra Life, which is a, a charity that helps children's hospitals. And uh, he told me about it. <clears throat> and I know he thought I wouldn't do anything, but I did. I showed up and I watched for a while. And um, thanks to my patrons, I was able to donate $100 toward his uh, fundraising efforts. And um, I know that endeared him to me and me to him. And that's a great way to start off a good working relationship. And so uh, I'm I'm looking forward to getting to know him better. Uh, We worked separately for the first two weeks and we worked together next to each other for the last two weeks. And we really bonded. And um, I mean, there's two, there's not two more different people out there. Uh, you know, he's into miniatures and tabletop role play. I'm into PC gaming and all this kind of stuff. But we do have a lot of stuff in common. Um, you know, not music, not m- movies, not anything like that. But, uh, uh, you know, he's full of tattoos. I only have one. 
Um, he's been in St. Louis probably his whole life. I, I'm still a noob to the place. Um, but we know a lot of the same places. We're working together. We get along. You know, it's it's good. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I want to thank uh, some of our patrons, Carrie Wright, Carrie Bernhardt, and Wesley Gill. I want to ask you to consider sponsoring the show. Uh, it's uh, it's very easy to do. You just go to patreon.com slash GOK, and uh, that, would be, that would be really great. So um, yeah, no more Chick-fil-A for me. It was a great thing. It was a wonderful thing. Um, it, it, the Chick-fil-A taught me that I am capable of working and, um, I will be forever indebted to the people and, and the ownership of, of South County Chick-fil-A. Uh, but I'm so glad to have a job that I, I can hold my head up and say, I'm a hat designer. It actually happened to me, um, at, at the hotel the guy was like, uh, Hey, what are you doing? They're very nice in the country. And I'm like, I'm, I just get getting home from work. What do you do? I said, I'm a, I'm a hat designer. I designed ball caps. And I pointed to the one he was wearing. And he says, you don't say. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, now I don't have to make up something. I'm a podcaster. I, you know, I, I'm a stay-at-home dad. I'm, you know, a loser who used to be a pastor, you know. Um, no, it's something something real and something good and something I can, I can grab onto and, and use to propel my life forward. And uh, I'm excited about that. I hope you are, too. And uh, we'll see you next time right here on the Gospel of Kenneth. Bye-bye.